You have heard from Damien O'Connor, Minister of Trade and Agriculture, about the banning of live animal exports by sea. That will take place or will stop on the 30th of April next year. Let's get the industry's viewpoint on this. Mark Willis joins us. He's the chair of Livestock Export NZ. This is a bit of a bit of a kick in the guts uh, for your industry, Mark. I think you're going to lose what half a billion dollars a year. Yeah, absolutely. That's the value to the to the New Zealand economy. The Infometrics have measured that. That equates to $150 per house for every household in New Zealand. So, no, it's uh, it's a, it's a real shame. You must have seen this coming. You guys have been on death row effectively for what 18 months, two years. Yeah, we have, but we've also been incredibly disappointed by the process. This decision goes against the advice that the ministry offered the minister in terms of the review that was conducted into livestock export where they made it quite clear that they felt that the risks could be managed, that the benefit to rural communities was substantial and that this issue of reputational concern was a a two-edged sword that, that whilst there may be some sectors of society that would see it as an animal welfare game, we also have others, in particular our most important trading partner, who have been massively kicked in the guts by this. Mark Willis, if it wasn't for the tragic sinking of the Gulf Livestock One in September 2020, 43 crew, including a couple of Kiwis, 6,000 cattle, would you be in this situation? Um, who would know? But the decision came soon after that event had occurred and as I said it, it it went against the advice offered by the ministry so we believe that it was a values based ideological decision that was that was made by cabinet uh, there was a significant review conducted by Mike Heron QC and Rear Admiral Tony Parr into the sinking of Gulf Livestock 1 and um, the report back was that it, it was a maritime disaster, it wasn't an animal welfare incident that caused that boat to sink So with the banning of live ex- Are we going to get a hell of a lot more bobby calves to deal with in the dairy industry? Yes, well, once more, um, Jamie, the um, the economic impact study suggested that there'll be 150,000 bobby calves which will need to be dealt with in some way that otherwise would have been grown into productive livestock which would benefit, you know, developing countries in terms of providing a glass of milk to their children. Is it animal cruelty on the boat on the way over to China? Damien talked about the difficulties of crossing the equator. Well, look, we don't believe that there are animal welfare concerns of a substantive nature there. This idea that that heat stress exists is not substantiated by the veterinary reports, which are issued by vets who accompany all of these livestock. Those reports have, over the last 12 months, have no instances of of heat stress being um, reported. You know, the animals are in a controlled environment. It's air-conditioned. Uh, they're under permanent supervision. They've got great nutrition, uh, socially managed well by really experienced stockmen. So as an industry, we're advocating that we're not saying there can't be improvements, but we're saying that what we should be doing is regulating to a gold standard, <clears throat> a standard which provides New Zealanders assurance that, that what's happening is being done to um, to a satisfactory, a satisfactory way and that the animals are going to good homes. We aren't um, suggesting turning a blind eye either uh, once the animals have been unloaded. So um, so we just want better regulation. We're not asking for anything other than best practice in animal welfare.
Do they lead a good life when they're over there, these dairy heifers? I know that the Chinese are paying plenty of money for them. You would think it would be in their own best interest to look after them once they went there. And then that's sort of part one. And part two, as I said to Damien, if uh, I was a young dairy calf, I think I'd sooner take my chance on the boat to China than being tapped on the head as a four-day-old. Absolutely. Well, look, I think that there's some real stereotyping going on around whether the Chinese and, and other nations are able to, to care for them as well as they are in New Zealand. Certainly the farms that I've seen in China would, would put a lot of uh, the farms in New Zealand to shame, to be perfectly honest. Uh, these animals are going into into incredibly good facilities. They're very, very well cared for. Animal health that I've seen is, is exceptional. So, look, maybe there's improvement that can happen over there as well, but when you're not in the market, you can't influence. So... Um, you know, the Chinese will be forced to go to markets that are less caring and that don't have a system where making sure that the customers who buy the livestock are taking good care for it, care of it. Final question for you. I take it air freighting them's totally uneconomic? It is. It is, yeah. Yep, at the moment, Jamie, you uh, pay almost as much for one plane as you do for a boat. It's a half a billion dollars lost to our GDP. I'm not quite sure whether I totally agree with it, but I can see both sides of the argument. Thanks for some of your time today, and I guess you've got a lot of people in your industry who will be looking for new avenues. Yep, absolutely, Jamie, and, and the impact, of course, won't just be those direct participants, but it will flow through to a number of the indirect participants and the communities which benefit from it as well. Mark Wallace, Chair of Livestock Export NZ, thanks for your time on the country. Thanks very much, Jamie.